An elegant weapon for a more civilized age. Welcome to an elegant weapon. Quarter century episode. Episode number twenty-five. We're a quarter of the way there, man. We are a quarter of the way there. I don't know why a hundred is there, but let's just make it the there mark for now. Yep. Thanks for joining us, kids. We're here as usual in the man cave. Just excuse me while I flick my bick. And now we can get started. Yep, but uh, welcome back, kids. This episode is probably quick to our last episode. If y'all heard it, we'd like to again thank Phoenix at Denerdet on Twitter for being our guest. Yeah, she was awesome. She was fantastic fun. She was she was all real and shit, and it was great. We had a great time. You're welcome back anytime, darling. And uh, we had a blast. We talked about the '80s. Uh, she had a particular beef. She wanted to get off her chest about all this Dark Knight Rises versus Avengers nonsense. And, uh, yeah, it was a fun time, man. Uh, we are expecting Michael Zapsik to uh, give us a shout. But he is a very, very busy man uh, filming, what, he's got two podcasts, a TV show, and he works at the stash. He's also got a wife and two young boys. So, uh, so he's probably late. We're going to assume... That Mings just fuck shit up somehow for him. And uh, hopefully we'll hear from him. If not, uh, you know, we'll give him a shout and uh, hope he's back on the future. Because uh, I've already had some things come through my brain that I'd love to pick out of his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, particularly, like we were saying earlier, uh, it just makes me go back because he's more of an old school comic guy. Yeah. And uh, I've been thinking about the Secret Wars a lot, man. When were they? When, like, when was that? 1984, I believe, 1984 into 1985. All-encompassing kind of reboot story arc? It wasn't reboot at all. Basically, this creature called the Beyonder, with omnipotent, all-knowing, like, godlike powers, comes by Earth one day, and he sees all these meta people, and he's like, superheroes, supervillains? That's interesting. I'm going to create a planet, and I'm going to stick them all on this planet, give them some guns and weapons and stuff and make them duke it out and see who wins. It's as simple as that. So did they s- did the, did he leave them with their powers? Cuz you said they like he gave them guns. So like why would you need guns? They all had their powers. Right. And uh but just added alien technology weapons and shit I guess were left around. Okay. Uh in fact that's the origin of Spider-Man, the Black Spider-Man suit. Oh really? Venom's the symbiote that, you know, that originally happened in the Secret, Secret Wars. Wars when yeah. he was away, that's when he connected with the symbiote that would eventually become Venom. Oh, yeah. yeah, man. And it was cool cuz the X-Men kind of stuck to themselves. They didn't really want to take sides. So it was a cool epic uh, six-part uh, series. And as a kid, you know when you're a kid, you just absolutely love just team-ups. That's why Justice League was so big. Yeah. You know, um, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. And then later on, they actually did a Secret Wars two as well. Oh really? Yeah, I think it'd be an. Ex- was it actually called Secret Wars two? Yeah, it was called up? Secret Wars two, literally straight up. And the thing that was oh, sorry, how many years later is? I'm not sure. A couple years. It was definitely before the '90s, so it was probably like only a couple years later. Okay. But you know, one thing I was going to ask uh, Mike is how much of a part of comic book like. Credibility doesn't it have? Because I know it also came out in conjunction with a toy line. They put out Secret Wars toy line, 
So was this comic made to sell toys, or was this a big deal event? Because I know it's not looked back on like it was a huge thing. Even though some there were some characters that came out of it that were created out of it. And, and it wasn't uh, as big as like a crisis was? Exactly. It wasn't that big. It was super cool and fun. But, you know. But then again, I was so young, this is a question for Mr. Zapsic, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't remember those times. We weren't around in those times. I discovered Secret Wars after Secret Wars had already come out. So, oh my goodness, we've got a call coming in here. Be good. Hello. Jason? Mike? Yes, it is. How are you, sir? I am well. I'm so sorry. Nope. I'm so this is why I let Ming handle all the technical crap on iCellCom. Hey, you know what we were just saying? Uh, you know, we are saying we, we're sure you had a good reason for whatever you were up to doing. We, nah, we, you, you, were, figure... you were calling me a jackass, and you are completely right. No, we were oh, figuring it was probably Ming's fault anyways, so we were just going to oh. go and, you know, go with that. It's always safe to blame it on Ming, we figured, so. Yeah, wow, we, how we... horrible is that, that that's his legacy for the rest of his life? <laughs> well, we did start without you, though. <laughs> oh, okay, well, hey, that's perfectly fine. I don't yeah. blame you. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, thanks uh, thanks so much for taking the time to hang out for a bit. We know it's a busy oh, time for you, eh? It's absolutely my pleasure. What's going on, boys? Um, Not too much. We were actually just sitting here, and uh, our conversation had started earlier uh, with the Secret Wars, actually. Oh, and the first one or the second one? We started off with the first one, because we were kind of talking about uh, comic book team-ups and this and that, because... Uh, we started talking about the Secret Wars, and we were just wondering, because we were a bit, a little bit young for when the Secret Wars came out, right? Right. I was about 12 or 13, I think, when it came out. Yeah, we were probably like, you know, six, seven, yeah. something like that. And you know how when you're a little kid, like, the coolest thing ever is when, is team-ups, right? Like, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You know, your Justice League, which is maybe a little bit, like, younger kid-friendly than the Avengers, but still, like, team-ups were it, you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. I think that um, some of my uh, most favorite memories from, like, the summers of my youth were the JLA-JSA team-ups. You know, they did it once a year, and it'd be, like, this huge thing. And it was really weird because uh, they would team up, and, and you figured, you know, any team that's got two Supermen on it, <laughs> you know, what could take them down? Absolutely. And they never yeah. really they, – they never really – I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, yeah. I was going to say that, uh, you know, anything that's got two Supermen on it, you know, the um, the threats really weren't all that great. Yeah, it's kind of hard to, to come up with something to tackle, something like that. Like, that's what we were kind of wondering about the Secret Wars, though, because I know there was a toy line that came out in conjuncture with that, right? <laughs> that was, what a great idea, too. Well, so was the Secret Wars basically kind of like the 80s cartoons were? Was were, was it like a big cartoon, like, commercial for these toys? Or was it like a big deal back then? Were, like, the whole comic community, were they excited about it? Oh, we were all excited about it. And, I, you know, I, I think I've mentioned this uh, at least on I Sell Comics. I don't know about comic book men, but uh, I did say that, you know, for me, at least... Uh, until I was about 12 or 13, comics were a solitary pursuit. None of my friends understood, you know, um, being a comic book head, you know, being a nerd, being being the guy who, uh, you know, has something to do on a rainy day. Right, totally, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, why is this guy walking around with, like, a binder full of books in his bag? I was always that kid, too, yeah, you know. Yeah, just... you know, you've got, oh, wow, wow, your, uh, your book bag's really heavy. What do you got in there, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah totally around uh when we were about 13 was uh yeah that was probably my heaviest time for comics too and it was great because it was the mcfarlane age had just was just starting oh yeah yeah so yeah. i had, i started collecting maybe five or six issues uh started collecting amazing spider-man about five or six issues in after i'd started is when mcfarlane took over and oh man that was an epic thing because i know you're you're like, because uh, you were also talking about, uh, I know you liked it better the second time, but Amazing Spider-Man was a little bit dark for you and stuff? No, it's not so much that it was dark, it's that it was um, emo. I can't okay. put it, yeah. it's, it was like, like um, Parker's Creek, or, you know, it, it just, it was kind of 
goofy. I got gotcha. you. Did, did, did you see that? You, you've seen it, right? Yes, yeah. All right, so I'm not, for anyone out there who hasn't, um, spoiler alert, but the Footloose scene, am I right? Yes. <laughs> I totally see what you're saying. Like, but yeah, he, it, he, it was a bit much, yeah. Yeah, he had to cut cut loose, foot loose. <laughs> Do you think it was okay the way they uh, added to the origin a bit, though? Um, I've never had a problem if it if it furthers the story, but for me, you know, what are they gonna? What's the next reveal that uh, he was a clone of a spider? Yeah, nice. Know. Yeah, like his father grew him in a test tube too. Like he was always destined to be Spider Man, sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, there was yeah. just one thing that you know that got me as as a father myself. You know, you're thinking, hey, I may never see my my kid again. What am I gonna tell him? Uh, I love you. Uh, I believe in you. I'm proud of you. <laughs> what does he say? Be good. Yeah, be good, kid. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Was there a was there a origin to like with his parents before like the movie though? Like I really don't know. Spider-Man. Yeah, had his parents ever been brought up in the movies much? Oh, yeah. or in the well, books much? In, sorry, not, not so much the movies as they were brought up in the comics. Yeah, in the books. back in the day. Um, and if you haven't read this. Uh, your, I mean, there's no spoiler alerts here. It's been about 40 years since. They, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, right. If, I just have. You're really that. lazy if you don't go out and read it. But uh, his parents were actually uh, secret agents. They worked for the predecessor of Shield. What? And uh, yeah, they were killed by the Red Skull. That's even crazier than this new movie. Really, I had no idea <laughs> yeah, about pretty that. Much. I heard you mention on I Sell Comics you were talking about how they were killed by the Red Skull, but you didn't really tell much more of the story. So I had no idea they were like super agents. Yeah, they were. They were like nice. Nick Fury's uh, second and third in command. So. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it all comes back to Shield, eh? It always does. Okay. I, uh, I think we all know that. Um, okay, uh, here's one question. I tweeted you this once a long time ago, and uh, it may just slip by, but I wanted you to maybe help us with this, because I'm sure you know a thing or two about the Hulk, right? Okay, yeah. Okay, an episode ago, we were talking about, because uh, Sean here, my co-host. Yeah, we don't know Jack about Yeah, he brought up to me that uh, in the first issue of the Hulk, he was actually gray. Yes. And then he switched to green. Right. And then I also remember there was a certain period, I read a few books when I was younger, that he was actually gray but with Banner's personality? Uh, he was green with Banner's personality, yes. Wasn't there a period in like uh, the 90s, maybe the early 90s, when he was like a shorter gray Hulk and he wore like a fedora and a suit yes, and stuff? Yes, Mr. Fix-It. Okay, yeah, that. I was wondering if you could like help me figure, because we were trying to like put the timeline together of the rainbow of Hulks, you know what I mean? Gotcha, okay. Um, and, and this was McFarlane time for he, when he turned gray and he was kind of cunning. Yes, exactly, yeah. And um, okay, yeah. he was hanging out with Betty Banner and uh, Rick Jones, and they, they ran afoul of the leader. And the leader was threatening to blow up this town with a gamma bomb. Because <laughs> right. uh, there's a, a shitload of gammas, gamma bombs just hanging out. Oh, I apologize. Before I go on anyone else's podcast, I my my language. Oh no, we're fully le- uh, okay. Good, fully I, explicit I here. No worries. The, no the worries. Dogs cursing yeah. We carry so. the tag for sure. Yeah, there, there's a, a, let's put it this way: there's a crap load of gamma bombs. Uh, just like there's there's uh, an excess of kryptonite in the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there seems to be a bit here yeah. and there. Right? Oh, of course. But um, yeah, he he. Um, so he detonated a gamma bomb, and he, he took the brunt of it. And what happened was uh, everyone thought he was dead. Okay. And so we let him think that. Ah. He's like, all right, you know what? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna just let them all think I'm dead. He, this is out in the the deserts of Nevada, Nevada. Right, right. So he says, screw this noise, and he goes to uh, Los Angeles. Uh, Los Angeles goes to Las Vegas. Gets a job as an enforcer for um, a guy who owns a casino. <laughs> Calls himself Mr. Fix-It. Uh, gets a really nice uh, suit, a whole wardrobe of clothes. And um, he can control whether or not he turns into Banner at will. Wow, that's awesome. So, yeah. So the different colors are just one guy? So, All uh, different colors except for red. Except for except red. red. And that's, uh, that's General Ross, right? 
Spoiler alert, yes, it's General Ross. Yes, yes, yeah. We have a, we do have a general rule here where we kind of start, Fuck. like when we were start, starting earlier, like if you're worried about spoiler alerts, this entire show is a spoiler alert. <laughs> okay, Fuck. cool. Fuck so, the spoilers. Fuck oh, the good, spoilers. then I'm going to let it fly. Yeah, 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 absolutely. We don't really worry about it. Now, uh, another thing, because um, I actually did talk to you on Twitter once. You, uh, I asked you if you read many Star Wars comics. And I... I uh, did I say I didn't? You said you didn't, but you asked uh, if I could recommend any. Way to be honest. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so you have an, are there any co- Star Wars comics you've read? Oh, sure. I've read Star Wars uh, Infinities. I read. I started to read Star Wars Legacy. Um, there's just, talk about something that's got those? so much um, backstory to it. And you've got, you don't just have to know, like, the backstory of, a universe. I, I mean, th- there are so many different worlds that you've got to keep. You know, like that's why I was never a huge star. I I love Star Wars, but I'm not like the world's biggest Star Wars fan. See, I just jumped right. into, I just jumped into the Boba Fett comic, and it was uh, which of, it was... one? Man with a mission or the uh, the blood on his blood on the hands? Uh, the one where he died again. It's like just kind of it's in the middle of it right now. I think. Oh, recent. Yeah, I think it's the blood ties. Yeah, 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 yeah. Blood ties. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was it was kind of it was all right because like right when you open the first page, it tells you when it was when it takes place from the movies. Well, yeah, no. As long as you don't care what happened in between there, you're fine. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying though because uh, you're more of a like yeah, you grew up, you had the movies when you were a kid, sort of thing, and uh, it's weird because I'm one of those odd fans who's actually not a super fan of the movies, like. I, I like the movies. It spawns something great. They're great movies, but I'm really into Star Wars because of the comics themselves. Okay, I get that. Yeah, because I mean, you you do like like you're saying you got a forty thousand year galactic history, right? So, yeah, and, and you got to get like really up to speed really quick. Yeah, absolutely. It's even like I'm not even nowhere close. It's crazy. Some of these people you meet are so into the expanded universe that you know they're just quoting off stuff you you did you didn't even know existed. You know. Right, would you consider the holiday special to be uh, canon? Because there are a lot of people who won't. <laughs> you know, I I don't think issues come up with it needing to be canon enough. Yeah, really? You mean, well, like, umpy? Love doesn't need to be canon? Just, the word special just cancels everything? Yeah, well, you know, it's, it's like, well, Boba Fett, obviously, that's an important thing that came of that, so you can't really ignore it. You don't and, think Art Carney and Harvey Corman and drag? Hey, huh? you know what? B. Arthur, I think, is the thing that really, really connects it most solidly to the galaxy. <laughs> it makes, you know what she I makes mean? it Christmas. Yeah, she does. Well, she, of course, she was a well life day. She makes it a life day. Yeah, see, she, she brings the, she brings the true connection. Yeah. Um. No. Uh. Have you uh, Have you seen that new Dawn of the Jedi that's come out recently? I have not read it. I have seen it. It's passed through my fingers. Um. Is, is it good? It It is pretty good. It was something that I was kind of s- skeptical about because there's been so much old canon, as we've said, that's already been established way back then. Right. I, and, I, and the time I knew that they were going to be talking about doing this series was a time when there were no lightsabers. Oh, very cool. And that had already been established. But I, I thought to myself, there's no way they're going to do a new Star Wars series and not come up with some sort of excuse or reason to get lightsabers in there and they well, did. It could be yeah, if you're doing the dawn of the jedi you can do the dawn of the lightsabers as well and i was having it, it's funny you mentioned that we i was having a discussion with my two boys uh in the car today and they were asking who would win darth vader or um or thanos Ooh. and you, you gotta wonder i mean thanos is a power unto himself and and vader is like a conduit for the force, even the dark side of the force. But what can, what can Thanos do? What's it, what's yeah, we have to admit we're not uh, we're not huge uh, Avengers guys. We're we're okay. You know, we do bleed Batman around here. Gotcha. But uh, um, yeah, we're not super familiar. Like I knew it was Thanos at the end of Avengers there, but I'm not really familiar with him to be honest. Well, if you know Batman, then you've seen him uh, with Dark Side, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Thanos is uh, akin to Darkseid, but Marvel. Okay. So right. let's say he's right. a little bit more believable than Darkseid. His power levels are a little less. Um, but still, he's he's infatuated with death. Uh, that's pretty much... He wants to okay. destroy the universe for Lady Death. Not Lady Death, but Death. 
right. who is, you know, his lover. He's he wants uh, her to be his, and uh, kind of creepy, I suppose. But uh, uh, if it's if it's the one that Neil Gaiman <laughs> did, I understand completely. She was goth and cute, so. Oh yeah, that'd be fantastic for sure. So you think it'll uh, turn out to be a good sequel with him as the bad guy eventually? Oh, then? Yeah. I don't even know if he's supposed to be. From word from San Diego is that. Um, uh, Edgar Wright is doing Ant-Man. I saw that. That's yeah, uh, yeah. They showed like a test screening of some test yes. footage. Yeah. And they're going to introduce uh, Ultron as the villain for or Avengers number, Avengers 2. Okay. So, which, which is, um, I think that when you get down to it, Ultron is the ultimate Avengers villain. Okay, yeah, yeah. He's got like multiple powers, that guy, doesn't he? Uh, he well, he's, he's basically the, the world's most... Advanced robot, right? Yeah. Advanced robot. And, yeah, yeah. And his body's made out of the same stuff that Wolverine's uh, skeleton is. So. Oh, he's made out of adamantium. He is made out of adamantium, and he can project his consciousness into uh, other robots, which is a cool little. Actually, thing. that sounds familiar now. Actually, into yeah. Other robots. Yeah, yeah. His consciousness. Um, I really loved the Avengers. I thought it was really, really well done, even for like a layman on Avengers terms. But it was just a fantastically well done, entertaining movie. I thought it was. It was so much fun. Yeah, I hoped for Avengers fans that knew it really well that it was as fun as it was for someone who didn't know them very well. You know. I'd like you to know see. What? I'd I like think to that's see X-23 really cool. Show up in the movies. I'm sorry. What? I'd like to see X twenty three show up in the movies. Uh, in the X Men movies. Yeah, yeah, Sean's Sean's a big X Men uh, twenty three fan here, and uh, oh, very cool. Yeah, that would be cool. They just announced they're having. They yeah. just got those Japanese. Uh, they could totally yeah. slip her into a uh, Wolverine oh, movie. For sure, make it a sequel to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little funny story. Ming and I were uh, sitting next to Kelly Hu. Yeah. Uh, who played Lady Deathstrike? Yeah. In uh, X two. Cool. At, uh, at a little convention, it was uh, the Super Mega Show up in Whippany. It was a lot of fun. She what a sweetheart. Nice. Yeah. 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 That's... Scorpion. She was in the Scorpion King, and she also does the voice for um, Phineas and Ferb. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> she plays Candace's best friend. Oh yeah. Stacy. Yep. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> my, my my son yelled out, Stacy. <laughs> Sweet. Um. Yeah. The the thing that I am most excited about as a as a result of the great success of A versus X and uh, Avengers and stuff. Is that? Oh, are we gonna get a Justice League movie now? Do you really? They said that it was coming. Yeah, I know, and I, I've heard you yourself talk about how it's uh, it's hard to trust the people over there to, uh, in charge of those that side of the comic world, you know? Because you know what? It's um, it's Jeff Johns who I think is great. I I am such a fan of his. Right. Yeah. I think that he is so prolific mm-hmm. and so talented. Agreed. You know, a lot of people like Brian Michael Bendis. I happen to like uh, Bendis too. I I think a lot of his stuff is yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff Loeb is in charge of all of the television stuff. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you've seen uh, Avengers: Earth Mightiest. Oh, it's a great oh, cartoon. Yeah. Great cartoon. Plenty of time. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's phenomenal. So yeah. here's like, here's the way I look well, at it, it as you know being um you know a comic fan for as long as I have been is you can enjoy Avengers the movie and Avengers the comic book Yeah, and you can also enjoy Walking Dead the comic book and Walking Dead the television show Yeah, separate animals like almost like from infinite almost from parallel dimensions so you it's that it's that way absolutely i look at the same way like yeah absolutely like people always say is the book better than the movie it's a completely different media you know it's it's a completely different like outlook and it's a completely different vision of you know just the same kind of subject right yes and speaking of visions just this is a rumor not substantiated or anything but uh paulson might be coming back as the vision oh really how cool would that be? Oh, that's a smart idea, actually. Yeah, and what a, I, I loved his character; he was great. Yeah, that's that was that was a big loss, totally. Yeah, that would be a brilliant idea to kind of keep him around and stuff. I was kind of hoping the one character I did always like was the Black Panther. Oh, next, I'm yeah. I'm hoping next uh, 
next movie he's in. Yeah, toss him in there. That's that'd be a nice. Did he have the animated comic for with him? Yeah, he was a uh, or the animated comic or the animated cartoon. Because he's in the like mic- an animated comic with there's one with him and I think there's one with uh, Spider Woman. I don't okay, know. I, you know what? I didn't read that, but I I had read his comic book when um was it Reginald Hudlin was doing um the writing for it. It was great. Yeah. Uh he really got the Panther. Panthers, you know, he's not an African American. He's an African. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, he's, he's got a he's a king. Like, oh, uh, he's an African American <laughs> hero. It's like. No, he's not. He's, no, he's an African. He's a king. Man. Yeah, absolutely. Do you catch yourself watching a lot of Young Justice? I love Young Justice. I, I can't believe how how good they made it. Isn't it yeah. crazy how well they did that? I I'm blown away. It's yeah. It's I, I'm. It's like I'm going through my second childhood with all the really great uh, cartoons coming out. Brave yeah. and the Bold was phenomenal. Yeah. What a. It was like a. a... <laughs> yeah, I love watching that cartoon. Like Batmite's great. Yeah, exactly. And who better to voice him than Paul? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I really like the uh, the jo- I really like the way they do uh, Batman in the Young Justice too. Bruce uh, Bruce Greenwood. Right. Oh yeah. yes, he is. Yeah. Captain he- Pike, and I-, I remember watching him on. Uh, first time I ever noticed him was on uh, Saint Elsewhere. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, I used to watch that when I was a kid. Howie Mandel. <laughs> yeah, he played a cocky doctor who was sleeping with, uh, uh, who was, oh, was like the head, the the chief of, uh, right. of doctor's uh, daughter, which I was like, oh, you're in trouble now. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, it's a lucky time, you know, for the, for our kids growing up with these fantastic oh. cartoons and movies and spoiled rotten they are. I yeah, think. would you ever have thought way back when that it re- that the geeks really would inherit the earth and it would go crazy, you know? I had always hoped. But, but, <laughs> we always uh, dreamed. To be honest with you, I wasn't old in my breath. I was like, yeah, it's... it's. Um, there were times when I did get my ass beat for being a, um, a comic book geek. That's no fun. It, Life's tough in Jersey, huh? <laughs> uh, oh, oh, my God, yeah. You know what? And um, Hey, you know, it is it is what it is. And you, you learn. You learn to, to skirt around... Hey, it still didn't make you put them down, though, right? You kept on reading Oh, my God, no. It's made me pick up even more, except, you know, doing it in a darkened room. (laughs) Um, I think it really comes down to how could it not have happened, because really, where is there better source material for movies that has ever existed than comics, you know? it's like a storyboard. Yeah, they're storyboards. They're little books of storyboards that were always destined to become movies like once hear, technology just caught up to be able to do it, you know? I hear, like, Joe Hex is, like, really, like, number 40-something. Yeah, yeah. Like, whatever kind of grief you want to give, like, George Lucas for whatever he did with the prequels and this and that, I still don't think any of that is still half as important as him just giving us certain technologies and ILM that just enabled us to come to this point, you know? Right, but yeah. uh, unfortunately, there is a couple of things we were talking about this on uh, on this morning show the other day. We we're talking about aliens. You need that. You need to have it in front of you, not just the the CGC. Oh yeah, absolutely. But people have to push the boundaries for just having a monster in front of you. You know. Yeah, yeah. I think that's why Guillermo del Toro. I'm a big fan of his because he has the habit. He's always combining the CGI with like prosthetics and costumes he still realizes that there's a certain something to the realism of it you know absolutely i think that's why like hellboy and yeah labyrinth yeah but i've heard nothing but good things about it and um i I mean all the hellboys oh yeah super cool and uh yeah no pan's labyrinth was amazing like some of the stuff in there is there's a lot of hellboy material out there too isn't there there's a lot of animated stuff right yeah, those not, they, those were the not just the animated stuff, but all, just all the books that yeah. um, that Magnolia did. Yeah, there's a, there's a like breadth of work there. Like, right? Finding out past like the, other than the comics. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. really? Like what? Yeah. Like graphic novels? You mean and stuff? Yeah, I always like... thought there was one movie. Yeah, there are two movies. <laughs> yeah, and there are three literally, literally just finding out that there's all these like cartoons and like more than one movie. Like, did you see uh, Re- uh, Ron Perlman when he pulled last week for that kid at the? I had heard, and what a guy, huh? Yeah, yeah. that was. I saw the pictures for that. You're like, that's just yeah. You're a good dude, you know. Yeah, yeah from what I, he he's by all accounts a really great dude. Can't do a Sean Connery impersonation to save him his life, but he is awesome. <laughs> Have you I'm willing to overlook that. Have you had the pleasure of meeting him? 
Ron Perlman? No. Okay. No. No, no, I'm I'm actually uh, I'm actually even behind Ming when it comes to like uh, fawning over uh, movie and television stars. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm about uh, thirty or forty people behind him. So okay, it was kind of a shame you guys uh, weren't able to make it out to San Diego there, but uh... it was. But uh, we we might have something else up our sleeve. Super cool. Hey, well, at least that means hey, yeah. we get the honor. We're glad to be your Plan B. You know, if we're your Plan B to. Comic Con, heck, that's a pretty good place to be sitting. You know what I mean? Awesome. Yeah, we're excited. We got Fan Expo Canada coming up very soon next month. Very nice. And uh, yeah, this is a big month. year. They announced yeah, Stan Lee's coming back this year. What a great guy too. Yeah, yeah I, just... I missed them last time. Uh, honestly, he was here. He headlined. I think it was three three years ago. Uh, and uh, at the Metro Toronto Convention Center, they had actually for some reason switched halls that year. And uh, capacity just went crazy. It got to a point where the uh, fire marshal had to close the doors. People couldn't, yeah, people couldn't get in or out. The escalators were shut down. Yeah, and I just because of all that, I wasn't able to get to Stan Lee, and uh, I couldn't even believe it. It was I such a I mess. I snuck out like a fire route to go have a cigarette, and I was locked outside. Yeah, I remember talking oh. to you through the glass window. I was just like, "What are we gonna do?" Yeah. Well, we figured it out, but uh, they, they, they've since put it back to the other hall and actually expanded it. And the uh, past few years have just been spectacular the way they've ran it. It's just been like a well-oiled machine, definitely. And, uh, Very cool. I hope that you guys get to meet him this time around. Oh, I'm going. That's my main objective is, uh, you know, I'm going to go old school and pull out the sleeping bag if I have to on this one, you know. <laughs> it's a very, very sweet story. And uh, I hate to use that word, but it really was. Um, this lady came in and told us that her son uh, had been diagnosed with uh, cancer. He's 11 years old, and his the Make a Wish Foundation uh, right. got him like uh, an hour with Stan Lee. Right. I think I heard you t tell this story on the uh, but, ISO Comics. I think maybe. Yeah, and yeah. it wasn't just Stan Lee. It was everybody there. Um, uh, like they oh took him to Marvel? Didn't Thor they, come over? Uh, didn't they took him to Wizard Hemsworth? World. Thor came over? Yeah. <laughs> no, it was great. Um, all, the, uh, all the kids came over. Oh, all the kids. So oh. what, Ben Affleck was dressed as Daredevil? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? They had Jackie the Joke Man. He came over. He wasn't invited. They actually asked him to leave. Really? He said, Jackie, you're going to have to go. Uh, no, no, he was there. Um, Amber Benson, James Marsters. Oh, cool. Five Star Trek captains, all of them at once. He got to meet all of them at once, and even wow. um, uh, Patrick Stewart told uh, Stanley, "said Get up, old man, and stand up and take a picture with him." <laughs> you know? and, and if you know Patrick Stewart's telling you to do something, you right. you better do it. I don't care if you're the Queen of England. Queen of England's gonna do what Patrick Stewart tells you. <laughs> yeah, he told her he was getting knighted. Yes, exactly. <laughs> right. You get down on your knees, Elizabeth. <laughs> And now Ron Perlman has something to say. Hey, you know Zapsick, nice guy? Can't do a Patrick Stewart to save his life. <laughs> nice. Although he oddly sounded like Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> you know, I think I think uh, geek culture getting bigger and, you know, comic movies and stuff, it might actually be helping to, like, breed a better celebrity. You know, because, I'm hoping. Yeah, I'm when hoping you've got this kind of... celebrity, like uh, Shatner and uh, Patrick Stewart, you know, have a baby. <laughs> Absolutely. We, we saw we saw a thing with what Deanna Troy today, like saying she'd like take a punch if she didn't like her if she was like what being a bad celebrity. She said she liked to she likes the she wants to punch people in the face who don't appreciate you know the yeah that they're there because of the fans and this and that. She said if she ever gets that way, please just knock her out. Oh wow! Well, I've I've always had a crush on her, so there you go. Yeah, no, she was. Uh, that was at uh, Fan Expo last year. It was actually earlier in the year here at the Wizard World Con. Was the uh, first time the entire uh, Next Generation crew had gotten together in like fifteen years or something. Oh, cool! Yeah, and that was a big one in Toronto because of that. That that it, it almost turned that con into a star. You know, I got a birthday, Star Trek convention. I got a birthday coming up. Can we get a Troy cake? Oh, yeah, you want a Troy cake for your birthday? I can make that happen. Yeah, get a Troy cake. So I don't even eat cake, but I'd want a Troy cake. All right, we'll make it happen, man. Because Worf eats Troy cake. I will do that for you. Sweet. Yeah, we'll unveil Who? it on a show. We'll do one. We'll Who do a special birthday ate? show. What's that? Sorry. Who wasn't she sleeping with on on the Next Generation? I think uh, Will Wheaton's the only one who didn't. Uh... <laughs> nice. 
I don't know about her and Doctor Crusher, but uh, you know. I'm, I'm I heard rumors. <laughs> that was just, but that's neither here nor there. Um, let me ask you a question, Mike. Uh, Sean had a question here. He thought of earlier too. What do you think are some of the most underutilized B characters right now going on? Um, Iron Fist. I'd love to see Iron Fist in the next um, Avengers movie. That would be cool. He's kind of taking a bit of a role in A versus X, though. I mean, he's popping up around there, eh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, for the the Kunlun, but I mean, he, you forget he's been around for almost forty years. Yeah, true. Who's he in ABS? So, I'm he, sorry. He's the ninja guy with the the gold. Yeah, like, Iron uh, Fist is. He's got okay, the, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. With the yellow half Spider-Man mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. always yeah. thought he was so cool, and you know, he, he could make his uh, his hand glow and uh, like catch on fire and punch someone in the face. Yeah, that's, uh, that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't mind seeing some of the people from NYX coming like coming in. They okay. Haven't, they haven't been touched for a while, and they had some crazy stuff going on. Like that one girl could like stop time. Yeah, if you get patient you know enough, I, mean? I think eventually, you know, they're they're burning through characters in actually a way they're gonna have no choice but to keep it fresh. Start bringing in people that you don't see too often, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah, like you mean like Squirrel Girl? I'm not familiar with yeah. Squirrel Girl. <laughs> oh dear God, she took out uh, Victor Von Doom. She's awesome. Are you kidding me? No, she actually had squirrels attacking. Victor Von Doom, which, <laughs> holy crap. And this is after Iron Man had gotten his butt handed to him by Von Doom. Nice. Yeah. Are you enjoying uh, A versus X, though? Uh, I, I have been. Uh, I'm I'm curious to see where it goes. Yeah, definitely. Because um, the vibe I'm getting, and uh, here's the vibe I'm getting, is that Scott Summers ain't going to make it out. I'm feeling you. I'm totally uh, they feeling They might just it. kick him back. They might kick everybody back to, uh, you know, the, the five-time traveling X-Men. Yeah, do you think they're going to make it tie into the new whole, you know, not not reboot that reboot that they're doing? Yeah. The not reboot. The not flashpoint that yeah. they're doing. <laughs> yeah. um, I think so. I think it's, it's all going to be tied in for... It has to be. I mean, Marvel, the one thing that I loved growing up, and since I'm older than you guys... When I was like eight, the thing that got me hooked on Marvel was that their continuity, everything linked everything else. Right. Really? I mean, the Beast was an event, but he was also still an X-Men. You know, once an X-Men, always an X-Men. Yeah, like they kept it tight back then, yeah. Right. And you had uh, other X-Men who you didn't know about, like Havoc and Pol uh, Polaris. I uh, called her Polaris, but Polaris. <laughs> yeah, I loved Havoc. I remember when I found out about Havoc when I was a kid, and I was like, that guy just looks cool. I don't know what he's doing, but those rings flying out of his hands, those look cool. Yeah. I know, really? <laughs> yeah. And uh, Mar you had um, certain books actually were conduits to other books. Like Marvel Team-Up told you what um, what the Avengers were doing. You know, they, they were talking to you know, Spider-Man and Thor, and then Thor would come up, you know, hail Spider-Man, well met, blah, blah, blah. You know. <laughs> we Avengers are a hearty lot. Yeah, they and, kind of brought that back, didn't they? What's Isn't it uh, the new Marvel team-up, the, the, the one Spider-Man book, but it's always Spider-Man and someone? The Avenging Spider-Man, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're doing the same thing with Cap. It's Captain America and whoever. Okay. Plus Hawkeye, uh, now it's Iron Man, and then they're going to do a whole bunch of other people. And Brubaker's leaving Cap, which uh, I don't know how I feel about that because um, I really dug his Captain America. That's one book I've never really read. Yeah. I would recommend Brubaker's Captain America um, as like, the first thing if anyone asks me what Marvel book should I be reading. But oh, I've yeah? Never, but I've never, I've never read Captain Canuck either. <laughs> I, I guess it is all a matter of patriotism then. Right? Yeah, so that's where if someone wanted to jump off on Captain America, it'd be Brubakers, is where you're saying start off. Start off on, yeah, and he fills in the dots. The only thing you need to know about Cap is that um, he and Bucky fighting Baron Zemo, uh, took a tumble in the water, and that's not even from, like, that's not canon from the, the 1940s and 50s. Right. Um, did Bucky ever come back? Yeah. How did they explain that? Uh, you'll 
you'll have to read Brubaker's cap. Uh, I'm not gonna spoil it for you because it is freaking awesome. Okay, cool. He yeah, he brought awesome. it back in a way that I can get behind and not say, "Wow, you're a real hack for you know bringing him back." The way I you know went off on uh, Judd Winnick for bringing back Jason Todd. Yeah, yeah, that's that's tough when you when you get, when you get mashed in like that and yeah, and you have to rely on Superboy's punch. Mm-hmm. Did we ever figure out where uh, Damien came from? Um, Damien. not originally. No, Mike. Can you explain that to us? Oh, Damien Wayne is the product of uh, a really great night between Bruce Wayne and uh, Talia Al Ghul. Right, but uh, we know that much. But as far as like when in the series was this just like in straight up Batman that this went down? Like, this, which story arc do you know? Well, it's yeah, it was called Son of the Demon, which is now canon, but not so much anymore. And if you read Batman Incorporated number two, yeah, it, it touches on part because it's uh, Talia Al's booted origin. Okay. Oh, and oh, you still there? Sorry. I'm still here. Okay, sorry, you're good now, yeah? Oh, cool. Yeah, because uh, me and Sean here, I've, I've, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of the new 52. I'm, I've just loved every minute of not every minute of it, but uh, for what I've been reading. And the whole Damien, and I did actually, I started, I got back on board with uh, Batman and Robin a bit, just, you know, during basically the return of Bruce Wayne. Or even just before it, because there was like just like, what, 20 odd before it. Yeah, just whatever we were getting back into, yeah, yeah reading Batman then, and uh, I was like, who, who the hell, what the hell, and started reading, and just, I loved it, all the, the whole new Batman, and uh, when him and Dick Grayson had to team up there for a while. Right, uh, I think that it was really cool when they made Dick Batman. Yeah. I think that, like, with the Justice League and James Robinson's run, and I think James Robinson's an extraordinary writer, just not on the Justice League. For some reason, he was bringing in, like, Kong Gorilla. Yeah. And the Blue Star Man. And it felt more like Teen Titans than anything else. Yeah. Teen it, Titans Jr. Yeah, I, I was starting to starting to totally not feeling his Justice League went on there a little bit. You were a huge Teen Titans fan, weren't you? Oh, my God, yes. Yeah, that's what it was all about. Um, when did they make that jump? When did when did they, like, introduce Nightwing and... Uh, well, Nightwing was uh, issue 44 of uh, the, I think it became Tales of the Teen Titans after 40. Was there a time uh, jump there? Did they just one day were like, okay, he's grown up and he's Nightwing? No, they, they were coordinating with uh, the Batman books, and Batman needed uh, a Robin again. And they, they introduced Jason Todd, who, if I'm not mistaken, had orange hair or red hair. Right. Really weird. Right. Um, but then they started making him look more and more like a younger Dick Grayson and uh, he wasn't Robin yet and Batman kept saying you know what if you're not going to be my lieutenant what good are you to me and uh, Robin finally chucked it he's like screw this noise you know you're he had, he had been there had been a, a rift between them for like three years okay and uh, he, he just said you know it's time to retire the short pants like <laughs> Batman needs a Robin, and I can't be the Robin that Batman needs. So he he pretty much retired the Batman and Robin, or he retired the Robin costume, and he just started. He went undercover in Teen Titans to try to uh, flesh out or ferret out the um, like everything behind Brother Blood, who was this dictator of Zandia and, and like the leader of a cult. Okay. So, uh, but he got mind controlled by him. And uh, he broke free, but... Uh, Damned mind control. Yeah, I know. Son <laughs> well, that's super cool, yeah. Hey, it worked in Young Justice, man. They made a whole season oh, when, about it. When he showed up on Young Justice, I was just, oh, I was so happy. I was like, oh, you're throwing Nightwing at us now? Oh, that's just wonderful. Yeah, that five-year jump, like, really messed with me. It's, it, you know what? It's a really, really well done... Um, uh, it, I don't it, even it know. Us, you, it made it, us wonder where like uh, where Artemis came from. Like, is she just a young Justice character? No. Well, yes and no. Um, oh. Artemis is just a young Justice character, but they had a a uh, character called Arrowette in the original Young Justice with Peter David. Okay. Yeah. And it was, it was Young Justice, uh, Impulse, Robin, Superboy. 
Wonder Girl and Artemis and The Secret. Okay. And uh, this time around, they're going more along the lines of Teen Titans, like Jeff Johns stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah totally. Like, and, I like, uh, like, I like when they, when they had, uh, what, excuse me, Roy, all, like, sketched out. Yeah. Like, I thought they were going to go, like, have actually have him, like, lose an arm and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the Artemis thing, because they have it as, uh, isn't the Huntress, her mother in the cartoon is formerly the Huntress. Yes, the bad girl Huntress, or the... the bad character Huntress so there's who actually hooked up it's an Earth 2 thing uh, who hooked up with the Sportsmaster what's an Earth 2 thing right well the Huntress from yeah the Huntress our Huntress is Earth 2's uh, Batgirl right sort of um, <laughs> it was it's very convoluted uh, but yes she was actually the Huntress in on Earth 2 was the daughter of Catwoman and uh, Batman and Batman yeah. right which is kind of a concept when you think about it. I thought and so, Power yeah. Girl, and Power Girl on Earth 2 was their version of Supergirl. Yeah, you were enjoying the New World's Finest Day. I had to agree with you. I thought it was really cool. Yeah, it's very cool. You know, you got a little bite of uh, the, the 70s again. I don't know if I've read that one yet. I don't think you have. It's only uh, issue 2 or... Th I don't know if 3 just came out. Actually, 3 did just come out. I just read. Yeah. Uh, I just started reading uh, Essex County. What's that? I'm sorry, which one? Essex County. Essex County. Not familiar with it. Yeah. What's that? Uh, who's the dude? It's a Canadian guy. Oh, is it a Canadian book? Maybe not out in the states. No, it's out in the states. I want it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, the guy's doing the uh, underwater welder now. I think. Yeah. Whoever's putting out Underwater Welder is coming out right now. I'm not familiar with that either. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Uh, the Harbinger, I told you to read that. Did you uh, Did you read that one, Mike? Uh, the Valiant Harbinger? Yeah. Uh, no, I have not. You know, my reading list has gotten so um, ridiculous. Yeah, how Obviously, you learned what you learned about comics just relentlessly reading over the years. How do you keep up with it nowadays? Uh, very carefully. Uh, just read, read, read. Um, find something that that kind of tickles my fancy, and and just keep reading. Because I, I obviously can't read all of the new Fifty Two. Yeah, oh, that's no too much. Yeah. No way. Possible. Yeah, I just had to drop a few titles uh, like, like a month go, ago. I, there. I, I have to go back and just do like runs and like and sit down for an hour and do like a complete like run of books. Sure, you can do trade paperbacks. That's that's uh, yeah, usually yeah. hard. Yeah. Yeah, so you just kind of squeeze in the time, I guess, when you can, eh? It's uh, yeah. You yeah. start. You started filming last week, was it? We did. We just completed our first week of filming. Uh, gotta be honest, you know, um, we had a blast. It was a lot of fun. Um, Walt has never been funnier. Brian, I is can't wait. Because <laughs> you had the Batmobile on there last season. <laughs> Yes, we did. That must have been fun. You guys looked like you had a blast with that. We tried to steal. Well, Ken <laughs> and I were driving it, and uh, we had the um, we had dashboard cams in it, and we're we're driving down. We're supposed to go around the block. So I said to Brian, I said, um, "Do you feel like uh, breaking some rules?" He's like, "Hell yes!" <laughs> <laughs> supposed to make. Supposed to make a right, made a left. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> for a little ride. And it was yeah. actually kind of funny because this one guy in a tractor trailer was trying to make this really wide turn. Oh, no. Coming, And he's like, you nervous yet? You nervous yet? <laughs> oh, to me, I'm, I'm bonded, pal. You're the one that's going to be paying for this $250,000 car, not me. <laughs> oh, oh, my shit. goodness. He's like, you nervous yet? I'm like, nope. Keep, keep it coming. Like I didn't like there was a bat shield in that thing too. I don't remember a bat shield. I remember the bat shield. I totally remember the bat shield. Yeah. The bat shield was uh there was a penguin one. There was also the uh the King Tut one. Penguin one where uh King Tut, okay. Chief O'Hara was being chucked into a a pool that was electrified. Yeah. And they were, they were pinned down with machine gun fire. And they did this. Uh, yeah, that's great. I remember them pulling that out once or twice. So, how much does the uh, how much does shooting like interfere with the regular like process of the store just being open in the day? <laughs> um, we try to make do with what we can, but you know, it makes a lot of people happy to come in. And uh, 
this season there is one thing that we're doing that we didn't do last season, which is let people be in the background. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that's heard, totally, yeah, that was missing, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we heard a lot of people on Twitter and our Facebook who were like, does anyone ever come in that store? <laughs> like, uh, not during shooting. You know, it did kind of give that impression, but uh, the show is great. I, I love the show. The, you know, Bat Might. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Price Might, that was fantastic. Oh, we like Price Might. Uh, yeah, Price Might, uh, hopefully, I know you're not going to spoil it, but uh, hopefully we get to see Price Might again this season. Uh, I think we haven't, he hasn't reared his ugly head yet, but you never know. <laughs> I'd like to see another hockey game. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Up here from Toronto, we always love when you guys stick in the hockey games, you know. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I'm I'm under legal duress to not tell you too much. Yeah, of course, yeah. I told you there'd be yeah. stuff you couldn't tell. Yeah, <laughs> there's probably plenty, yeah. <laughs> but uh, we're actually, I will tell you, we're trying to get a guest from up your way. I'm not going to say who. Oh, wow. Nice. But, yeah. You know, that's one thing right now. If you look around at some of the people making comic books right now, there's quite a few, like, Ontarians out there. Lots of people from Toronto right now that are, yeah. you know, Ken Lashley's just out in Burlington here. And, uh, oh, there's, well, there's plenty. More. Yeah, there's a lot of, lot of really good talent coming out of this, uh, this area of Ontario right now. That are, you Canadians have had talent coming out your orifices uh, forever. So, <laughs> Shatner... Yeah, but we're Canadian and we don't like to brag about it. And we figure the whole Bieber <laughs> thing kind of cancels a lot of stuff out. Team so. Wolf. <laughs> like, like I got No, I was trying to forgive you for that, but no, you had to go and uh, bring that up. We can't help but apologize for it. You know what I mean? Blame you. <laughs> thank you so much. And listen, fellas, I, I thank, can't thank you enough for having me on, but I do have to run right now. No, I was just oh, yeah. about to say, yeah, we should wrap we're this just, up. We know you're busy. You are boring the hell out of us. Get out of here. No, no, no. I can't believe that uh, you would take the time. I know it's like your Sunday evening, your boys running around, and for you to take the time to just hang out with a couple guys in the basement up in Toronto, it's greatly appreciated, Mike. Oh, my God. The pleasure is all mine. I love talking to fellow uh, comic nerds and and, uh, Star Wars geeks. Well, uh, maybe uh, later on when the season's finished, maybe we'll shout you back and maybe you can come on and we can actually maybe talk again about uh, how the season went down or something like that. Be awesome. All right. Uh, thanks again, Mike. It's Michael Z- at Michael Zapsick on uh, Twitter, at I Sell Comics, and of course, uh, AMC's Comic Book, comic book Men on uh, AMC. Check it out, people. Mike, again, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks, thank you, guys. All right, everybody, take it easy.